once again, and we are so excited. And I don't know, we have a lot of feelings about this last episode of season seven. There was mystery people, and we kind of solved a lot of it, like the sister and the mystery woman. And will she? Won't she? Will he ask? Won't he ask? Will they physically have contact with each other? And he, that could be like Lucas or Nathan, or maybe like, I don't know, some random person. But, whoa, you guys, this was an episode that's probably very epic. So before I get carried away, I'm going to introduce you to our fabulous co-host. I was about to say, what the heck? build it for the people i mean hook them in first five hook, seconds hey, hey that's my job i'm the hook <laughs> <laughs> we have our hook party in the house hello <laughs> hook party in the house <laughs> and we have our wonderful hopeful hardy who is actually going to be hosting the rest of this conversation and we are so say hello caroline hey y'all <laughs> like that was already like, in- intense episode like a lot packed in in that one hour like I really did think like it was going so so fast like and like what's gonna happen next I'm like like it was hard to tweet and watch at the same time I don't know about how you felt Casey but it was really hard yeah I I have to watch it twice especially mm-hmm. when we do the podcast me too yep I like, did too I have to- I had to put my phone away to watch it the second time or I won't pay attention. And so I'm like, gotta, gotta concentrate. Yeah. My first time was a little after midnight this morning. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, nope, not even going to try to m- take notes. Let's just watch it. Mm-hmm. And let me just say that sleep soon fled from my eyes. <laughs> and, then, and then it was over. I was like, I got to calm down. I'm going to watch One Hope Calls because I got to calm down before I go back to sleep. <laughs> Like I overall, I went. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, like high off of that episode. <laughs> like, I like I couldn't calm down, and my family was just like, like first of all, my husband was like, "Who else died in one calls the heart?" And I was like, "Okay, seriously." <laughs> and then my kids were like, "Are you okay? What's going on? What's going on, mommy?" I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> just like, give me a moment here. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, cause my my room's upstairs, and like I screamed, and they're like, "What happened?" I'm like, Nathan and Elizabeth had a moment, and then we got a season eight. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, Caroline, I'm like, "What? What do you want from me?" <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's classic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't worry, I'm okay. <laughs> It's just a fictional show, and all these feels. <laughs> it's just mind. a fiction. It's just a fiction. It's just a fiction. It's. <laughs> but, so why don't we talk about Lee and Rosie and his sister finally coming to Hope Valley? And that moment that she got off that stagecoach, I was like, I see. Like, what oh. do you what do you think about that, Cami? <laughs> 
Oh man, I I cannot believe that she had the nerve to stick her hand out. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted and Lee's treating the whole thing with kid gloves. And when when she said Susanna, mm-hmm. of course, Susanna. And when he introduced Rosie. And then she said, you can call me Rosemary. I was like, you go, girl. Yeah, stand up for your husband. But I was, I seriously, so I was watching it at midnight, right? And uh, so I was texting a friend uh, in Washington. So I was uh, two hours ahead of her. So it was only 10 o'clock her time. And And I texted her, whoa no need for ice in that sarsaparilla. You know, when he took the sarsaparilla to her, I was like, hello. Yikes. I mean, you would think that she would make some kind of gesture if she's going to come all the way there to see him, then she Mm -hmm. might as well be a little pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm. pleasant is a much better because technically she was being civil, but mm-hmm. yeah, you would think that she would at least try to be pleasant, which I I have to say that this this episode, this part of the episode, it really, really hit home for me because one of I'm the youngest of six and I have five older brothers. And so that's always been kind of a weird dynamic just by mm-hmm. itself. And I'm actually in kind of a distancing disagreement with one of my brothers and he does not want to talk to me about it. And so Mm -hmm. this, this really, really hit home with me. It just, Ooh, you know, Mm -hmm. it it hit, it hit me here. (laughs) Like, and I I thought Kevin did a real good job, like with his like facial expressions and like emotions during those scenes with her. I'm like, Kevin, like you're supposed to be funny, Kevin. Like, don't do this to me. Don't make me cry. Like for real though, like whenever he or like Pascal get emotional, like I get emotional. Like I can deal with like Aaron getting emotional. You know what I mean? But yeah. seeing them get emotional, it just makes me sad. What about you, Casey? Oh man, that was that was a that was a really good storyline. I'm really glad they brought the family dynamic to Lee and his character because like um Kevin really got to shine in these moments and Oh, yeah, Susanna and Rosemary. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One thing that I, that really stuck out to me the second time watching it was like, if this were seven years ago, Rosemary would have been like, so cruel (laughs) to this Mm -hmm. lady. Just because of like, I mean, we all know how Rosemary was so vindictive with Jack and Elizabeth. I mean, can you imagine if she hadn't had any growth in her character? She would be so ruthless. And she was even even more over the top than she already is. She was even more over the top. So it just, (laughs) Susanna would have left and never came back. (laughs) Yeah, she would have been left. Go up with her, Leland. Um, But yeah, I just, I love I love seeing that part of Rosemary too because I think that was kind of overlooked because you don't think about it unless you're you know thinking about the whole canon and not just like those individual stories so for me I really enjoyed seeing Rosemary and her growth in that um, situation where she went to her sister-in-law and told her straight up like hey look this is what happened and this is what we said and um, that line of 
um, you already lost one brother. Do you want to lose another? I was like, was, wow. I know. And when she, and when wow. she said that, when she said that Lee almost died, I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Like, mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. That was so good. Um, the other thing is, and then also, every single other member of their immediate family is gone. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. other member of their family is gone, of, of their nuclear family. Dad is gone. Mom is gone. Brother is gone. Okay. They literally are the only ones that one another have. Do you really want yeah. to lose that connection? Mm-hmm. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing that also stuck out to me about Susanna is when Rosemary was like, okay, you need to let it go, girlfriend. And she was like, I tried. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You did not try. You didn't try hard enough. Like, and I get it. That, I mean, like, if I, if I didn't talk to my brother, I'm the oldest. There's two of us, me and then my brother, who's two years younger. If we didn't talk for 20 years, I don't know that I will be that warm and friendly. Like, I kind of wonder what, where was, what's the agenda? Like, do you want money? Oh, yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's not that I, I don't blame Susanna for being cold-ish, but I don't think she made an effort like she thought she had, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm the youngest, so I probably would have been more like Lee and like try to like be warming up. Like I could, I could see both ways, like her being the oldest and like she was trying like, to, you know, she wanted to be there, but she didn't know like how to react and all that stuff. Although that was good but you're but a been, tri- you're a triplet so you got that tight yeah. bond <laughs> we we really are like I'm the youngest by two minutes so <laughs> <laughs> when people say like how old are your brothers I'm like one's two minutes older and one's three minutes older they're like <laughs> what but anyway I w- so what did y'all think about like when like they finally had their talk Lee and Susanna like how do you think that went out oh. Casey, do you want to go first? That, I, man, when she, so can we back up just a bit to um, them at Rosemary's house, Rosemary Lee's mm-hmm. house, when she comes and sees Uncle Jack and stuff, and <gasps> she talks about, she just off the blue, and you you can tell that Susanna was just saying it like it was just rolling off the tongue. Because, I mean, obviously, it's her kid. It's not like she has to tiptoe around, like, you know, I'm sure she wasn't thinking every day of her life, like, I named my son Patrick after my brother who passed away. It's just, it's Patrick. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that she was just like, oh, he reminds me of my son Patrick. And then she was like, oh, I never meant, I never disclosed this to my brother. And, you know, like, Lee and Susanna are both, yeah, and Lee and Susanna are kind of, with their relationship and their family, they're stuck 20 years prior, you know, like, before she got married, before she had kids, you know, before the dad passed away, so in that moment, I was just like, oh my gosh, she named her son Patrick, I know, um, Lee and Rosemary's face, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's like, that's a good name, I'm like, oh, that was so sweet. What about you, Cammy? Uh, that once again, that scene got me big, big mm-hmm. time, and just there, there could have been if Lee had been more of an angry person, there mm-hmm. could have been anger. Like, 
you named your son Patrick? How, how dare you take that away from him or something like that? But instead he took it as honoring their brother's name mm-hmm. and it just yeah that that was beautiful <laughs> it, that was that was beautiful it, it really really was um apologizing to each other in the car I liked mm-hmm. it very very much and I loved how each one of them was ready to take back everything that they said Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then lee added icing on top of the cake by saying thank you mm-hmm. for taking mm-hmm. such good care of our father yeah and and I'm, I'm gonna i'm sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pro- i'm gonna go on my on my vocabulary soapbox here for just a second because she just she seemed too formal to do the whole mom and dad thing she because she's not as laid back as lee so i was expecting her to say father and mother more Mm -hmm. but then the conversation between the two of them and how serious it got i loved that lee used the word father instead of dad there because Mm -hmm. it just it made it mean more uh i don't i don't know exactly how to explain it the one one single thing that bothered me about that scene is Susanna says, I wish I could, I wish we could take back the last 20 years. And Lee says, you're not the only one. Good night. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what? We're finally recon- reconciling and now you get out. You know, <laughs> it, it was, it was like, it was like with Nathan, you matter to me. Good night. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> that, so that was funny. Yeah. yeah. That just that bothered me. I was like, we're finally digging past the surface, and now you want to get out of the car and say good night? Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do like to your point about um, Lee Lee saying I'm sorry and thank you for being there and etc. Um, for me that moment just spoke volumes of Lee's character too because like he, I mean both siblings could have just like oh I'm sorry I hurt your feelings oh well I'm sorry I hurt your feelings too eh, end of story but he took responsibility I mean that was big a time. Shoulder, obviously for 20 years big time and he didn't have to because I mean there there are there are other circumstances like she, he didn't get the letter on him and he never said to her you never sent me the letter on like he he said I never got it you know what I'm saying like it was very much like he was taking ownership of how he reacted 20 years prior and I really appreciated that can can I just interject really quick before you move off of that okay she said I sent you the letter a month before he died there's no timetable you know, mm-hmm. she has no idea that mm-hmm. he's going to die on this date. So, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think that that could be used as a proper justification because yeah. she had no idea when he was going to die. And mm-hmm. so yeah. the fact that the fact that she waited so long to tell Lee, I think that's totally on her because, yeah. you know, there was no set death date. It wasn't a lethal injection. It was sickness and the 
And she could have told, I know that she promised the dad, but parents always say that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so she should have written him, given him plenty of time to get there. Because once again, we're talking late 1800s, early 1900s, where it could take a month or two to get a letter you know, mm -hmm. well, that was the other thing I was wondering about. Like, why did she send a telegram? Which makes me wonder too if they didn't think he was going to die so so soon after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like, because that, I mean, that does happen where you think, oh, we have like three months left. That's, that's what happened with my dad. I kind of thought, you know, and then he passed away very quickly. That that happened to my my grandfather. Um, I never knew him because I was um less than three years old when he passed away but he got very very sick and they thought he had some time and he passed away very quickly thereafter his diagnosis within a couple months um mm -hmm. so i mean that's a whole nother story but that's kind of where that's kind of how i justified it in my mind i think that was more of her as a defense mechanism yeah of like, it had to, it had well, to have been my but heart. Yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I but totally, it's, it's I totally, yeah, I totally agree. It was a defense mechanism, but it just, I was like, no, you can't use that for a justification because you had no idea no. when he was going to die. So yes, I was thinking, see, I'm telegram. like, telegram. <laughs> yeah. Yes, te telegram. It was there. Lovely invention for the time. So come on. You know? <laughs> and he was, he was gone doing different things. Like he, so he wasn't home to re receive it. Yeah, he was, but he would have gotten it quicker. Mm -hmm. it yep. wouldn't have taken it wouldn't have taken the month to reach him or whatever that's true so. yeah so let, let's talk about fiona and finally we get to know that she's leaving supposedly so what do y'all think about that um i thought it was going to be something a little bit more scandalous mm -hmm. i i really, yeah i i really thought that she was getting threatened or that um, he was, his, the boss, Mr. Nichols, was exerting really dominant force over her for some purpose, but it was just that he wanted her to, it was just that he wanted her to leave and take another job, and he was saying, no, I'm the boss, you have to do what I say. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, he was more demeaning than that, but I was like, oh, Okay, that's it. Okay, fine. <laughs> and the way Carson said, the way Carson was acting, I thought it was more like, like, more to it than just him wanting her to take another job. Like I thought it was going to yeah. be more yeah. Like, intense. Yeah, um, and and it wasn't. So yeah. yeah, that that fell. I'm I'm glad she's staying. Love Fiona. I'm glad that she stood up for herself and power to women and all of that. But yeah, it that did fall a little flat for me. It was as if they were they were scared to take a mm -hmm. chance, delve a little deeper with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like with this episode, have, sorry, I feel like with this episode having so much packed into it, that would have been just more emotional trauma <laughs> it's true but, it's true i mean i mean mm -hmm. to be fair but at the same time it did fall a little flat for me same reasons as cammy said um one thing i noticed was since when did carson become the wise old sage and hope oh my gosh 
Oh my gosh. He's the town, he's the town psychiatrist. We'll see. Lee's not available right now. So Lee can't mm-hmm. be the stage of the town. So now Carson's the town psychiatrist. And Bill, and, and Bill was off doing something else. So yeah. Carson to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what what about what about them training Molly to be to work the switchboard? I thought that was funny. Like poor Molly, she's like, <laughs> like really, you can't listen more than that. Was so cute. That moment was so telling. It was so telling of both mm-hmm. Florence's and Molly's personalities, and I just laughed my head off. It was so funny and it was the perfect moment of levity right when we needed it you know mm-hmm. yeah for mm-hmm. sure I thought it was cute mm-hmm. so we finally figured out what happened with Henry like he, he passed out in the cafe so what did you think about that Cami? once again something totally fell flat I'm sorry, but just all of these storylines that they were building up and making all dramatic and secretive, and then he's suffering Mm -hmm. from exhaustion. You know, what what, what did he say? It's a $2 word for tired. You know, I was like, what? No congestive heart failure? No. I thought it was. (laughs) No tumor in the brain? (laughs) I really did think it it was either going to be a tumor or a heart attack. Something. Something. It's something that caused him to like forget about the books. You know what I mean? Like, so the brain yeah. tumor would have worked about the like with the oil and everything. So I I, I did think that was kind of like a lame, excuse yeah. a lame like I, I wanted more from that because it built up for how many episodes that storyline? I think yeah. I think and, this was the third one. Yeah, and I, I wanted more from that. Gowan needed more, like I think, because he's like a main character, and I thought it was kind of like pushed to the side. You know what well, I mean? Well, and I mean Carson goes into that whole thing of I can't, I, I can't talk about his, I can't Medical, t- uh, mm-hmm. talk about his condition. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what condition? He's tired. Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And high blood pressure, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do have HIPAA for a reason. I'm sure HIPAA was invented in 1900. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, do we so this might be a slightly touchy subject um and i'm not trying to like speculate about people but do y'all think that martin cummins is stepping back a little bit maybe like do we think he's going to come back next season i think is he so. in other shows I, I, he's in riverdale so riverdale is still happening yeah. uh, I don't, well, I it's haven't, still, I, it's I don't, still a current show, I should say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think, yeah, my little cousin watches it, yeah. Okay, and, yeah, because, yeah, because we don't know what's gonna happen with a lot mm-hmm. of shows, but, uh, yeah. but Riverdale is a current show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, so. And I think they are filming part of it, like, during the same timetable as When Calls the Heart. Okay. Last well, interesting. Maybe that's why he's never stepped up his character. That's why mm-hmm. he's kind of stayed more on the supporting mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. side. So yeah. I don't know. I I mean I think I don't. It doesn't feel like he's backing out. It just well I mean, maybe it's not like a main storyline anymore, like it yeah. was yeah in earlier seasons. 
Well, it's just because, like, we had all this action going on, all these other storylines, and then Gowan's not feeling well, and then Lucas buys him out, and then I didn't give it a second thought. I wasn't until, like, the second time I watched it when I was like, wait a second, wait a second, Gowan, Gowan's being bought out. Where's Gowan going to go? What is he doing? Where's Martin Cummins? Like, I have all these questions. Whoa. So, like, whoa, like, what a, girl. Whoa. What's his job, <laughs> job going to be in season eight, I wonder now? What's yeah. he still going to work? Because Lucas doesn't know anything about oil. Well, he and Fiona yeah. are going to go into business together. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if this was, if, if somebody wanted to get out or like move on or whatever, that would be a perfect way to do it. I mean, it would be. It, just, it totally would be. It's so under the radar. It was so under the radar. Like, mm-hmm. well, know. that's what that's what happened with Dottie. Dottie yeah. went went to another yeah. city to open up a chain, and then she just never came home. So. Yeah, I miss Dottie. I oh. do too. I do. I miss Dottie. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it is possible. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be interesting to see how they do work the oil thing next season. Like, because I need Hickam to still have a job. So, as long as Hickam has a job in the oil business, I'm okay. <laughs> Don't Lucas, take it. Lucas is not about to fire Mike. He loves okay. Mike. So, let, let's talk about Lucas and the book deal, him coming up to Elizabeth's house to tell her what did we think about that? <laughs> I thought I thought that it was adorable the way he grabbed her coat. Mm-hmm. Shall we? You know, mm-hmm. That was that was very very cute, very very sweet, and you know the fact that he slowed her down and just made her breathe and no, and yeah and kind of soothed her over like oh oh he wants to talk to me is that a good thing or a bad thing. If a publisher wants to talk to you, it can only mean one thing, and he's mm-hmm. waiting for your call. You know, mm-hmm. and then he grabs the coat with that cute little smile. Shall we? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was go, cute. Lucas. Yeah, it was it what, was sweet. I liked it. What about you, Kate? Um, Casey. Sorry. Well, historically, they have um, you know calling hours, so I believe that is against etiquette to go to someone's house so early. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He apologized. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys. Not going to nitpick this. It was very sweet. I love the fact that he went and got her and, you know, was very reassuring and everything. I thought that was very, very gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute, though. Like, when he, when he, like, she walked up and he's like, just calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Calm down. I thought that was cute. Hey guys, it's Cammy and Anne. With Mother's Day coming very, very quickly and just fast approaching around the corner, what do you get your mother for Mother's Day? I know that it is always a struggle with me. My mom says, hey, I want this for Mother's Day. That kind of ruins the point. So, and we live with my mother currently. And so it's always really hard to try to get her just the perfect gift. What about you, Anne? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's your mom, it's a big and important day. And so it can be a struggle to kind of find the right thing um, for, for, for a mom. Definitely. Right. So are you looking for the perfect gift for your mom or even another loved one? 
Well, we've got what you need, Skylight. Nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is so much easier than it used to be. Yes. <laughs> and it's also more important than ever. And the easiest way to do it is with Skylight, a photo frame you can email photos to. How easy is that? Yeah, that's don't awesome. Don't have to have the right software or any of that. Just yeah. email the photos anytime from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close. So, and I live with my mom, like I said, but where are your, where's your mom? I live in Nashville, but my parents are in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so they're not with me. So it would be really easy for me to just email some photos, you know, to the skylight frame. I sent it to my mom and then she could see, you know, what we have going on and be surprised when it comes on the screen there. Yeah. And the other thing is multiple people, because it's an email address, multiple people can send to this. You don't have to invite people to a group, which is always so annoying. Uh -huh. And it sets up effortlessly, listen to this, in under 60 seconds. Wow. And then sending it is effortless. Like we said, everyone in your family can just email photos to mom Skylight and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. You can preload it with your favorite photos too. And then you can also have the emails. So now as a special holiday offer, so if you look are looking for just that right gift for mom, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. That's right, $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, which is not a small amount of money. Just go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash hallmark. So give, give, give a mom a gift she'll enjoy and enjoy yourself. Well, what about the money, the money deal though? That was cute though. $200 like for the going on down on the book excuse me how much that, oh. i know that was that was so cute and he's i would be happy for 200 dollars. he i know <laughs> seriously now right now being mm -hmm. paid i mean when she said i'm being paid to write i said girl i feel you i would love to be paid to write because it's a passion project right now and it's mm -hmm. and it would be great if someone would pay me to write and so you know right now i'd take 200 bucks too so and when, and when oh, just, like Nathan came up to them talking about the book, he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Like that was cute too. Yeah, I did think to... that moment was cute. That mm -hmm. was a cute awkward triangle moment. I live you know for the what? awkward triangle Here's moments. From now on, every time I see an awkward moment, I'm just gonna be like, "Awkward triangle right here." <laughs> Because, like, I, I don't think know if you guys remember about 10 years ago, it was, like, Awkward Turtles and stuff. Awkward We're going to make this thing happen. Awkward Triangle. Uh, awkward okay. Triangle. There you go. Hashtag yeah. Awkward Triangle. Yeah. Awkward Turtle. Awkward Triangle. Yeah, Awkward Turtle. <laughs> I did that all the time. It was so funny. But, but like, what, a, okay, let's talk about the mysterious woman and her, like, what what happened with her did you expect it to be his sister no me either 
I loved her. Yeah. Ew, no. You know? yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Ew, no, he's my brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that part. Like, I, I thought it was yeah. going to be, like, a really, like, a wife or, like, a, a girlfriend. Girlfriend or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who, somebody who he could trample under his boot because she mm-hmm. was so in love with him that mm-hmm. she would do anything for him. Yeah, something like that. And Ben and Rosenbaum. T- kind of Bonnie and, sorry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, they were still but, kind so, of Bonnie and Clyde-ish, though. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. I mean, but just the sibling version of them. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Ben Rosenbaum tweeted um, during the episode: Lee and um, and Susanna are um, getting together. And what was the the criminal's name? I can't remember. Jenny, Jenny and Elias. <laughs> yeah, are 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 bonding too. And it, I just I lost it whenever I saw it. I'm like, Ben so does some of the best tweets. Mm-hmm. I never get to see mm-hmm. them live, of course, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm not watching live, but. I go back and some of them are just hysterical. Yeah, I was like crying, laughing. I'm like, oh gosh, that was funny. But I, like, I, what did you think about when she pulled the gun out? Like, I thought that four Mounties could have taken one woman who was struggling mm-hmm. to hold up a rifle. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, come on. It's not that hard. That's why there are four Mounties. Mm-hmm. So something yeah. like that doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh man! Before we get to the last moment, yeah, we won't go there yet. Let's but. let's talk about the second the second non date date with Lucas and Elizabeth. Like he asked her to the library. I thought that was so cute because the library is their place. You know what I mean? It's true. And I'm just it made me swoon. I'm like, Lucas, dude, what are you doing to me? I'm like, because I, I really do like both guys. Like. I say I'm team Lucas, but I really do like both guys. She's so, having an Elizabeth complex. I, That's I what really I'm going to start calling it now. <laughs> I really do have an Elizabeth complex because they're both good guys. They're both, they are. They, they both really care for Elizabeth. But I was happy to see Lucas step up his game. And again, yeah, <laughs> with the taking off her coat, if this was a date, I would take off your coat. If okay, this was a what, date, what, hold on. What, one white. thing about that, that jacket, quote unquote, that was part of the outfit. That's you what know, I thought it was top. Not a coat. Yeah. Know, it's, a, it's a little overcoat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, why, why, don't take that. But mm-hmm. Put on and, a coat. <laughs> yeah. And if this was a date, I would um, gently, what, what it, like about touching. I would pull out, I would yeah. pull out your chair. I would yeah, pull, pull your out chair, the chair out. Mm-hmm. And I would gently brush Gosh. your hand as I handed you your glass, and I would hold your gaze a little bit longer. And <laughs> Caroline, what did we think that he said? What he said? Brush your hand. Brush your hair. Brush your hair. <laughs> we both thought that he said brush your hair. We went, whoa, hold it, hold it, cowboy. That's a little too intimate for right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh, I get it, Lucas. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And okay, Caroline, may I don't know if you were going to say this, but may I just say that was incredibly jack-like with buying out the town's candle supply. <laughs> that that was very jack. And I, I also yeah. died laughing 
when he went like on the books like around the books he had the candles i'm like dude you don't put candles near books did you did you watch the et yeah yeah he said that it felt incredibly hazardous yeah laughing (laughs) putting it putting a huge supply of candles in a wood structure full of paper Giggle. What about you, Casey? I don't want to be like the Debbie Downer here or anything. Oh, I thought it was very. I mean, it was it was very very romantic, so romantic that I was like shrieking out of like delight because this is the most romance we've gotten for Elizabeth in like two years. Um, but I just I wish that he would have just called it a date. Like I wish he would have just asked her out. Like right, like on the street. Like instead of calling it a celebratory dinner and then saying like, "If this were a date," but I'm acting like this is a date, and I'm swooning you, and I know it. Like I was kind mm-hmm. of like, if if you want it to be a date, make it a date. If you want it to be a celebratory dinner between the between two friends, then make it a celebratory dinner between two friends. Like I, I don't, I don't like, like personally me as myself not as a character in Hope Valley but me as myself I don't like feeling like I'm going into one thing and then I'm getting another thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I was feeling here like okay I want you know it's a celebratory dinner we're gonna just you know maybe read talk about Virginia Woolf I don't know in the library and it's literally like a seven course meal with all these things it is not no it was not a no (laughs) it was it was I'm just saying but it was definitely not just like hey let's toast and have some like wine and cheese and crackers it was like I thought it was Lucas it's Lucas of course he's not gonna stop there you know Oh yeah, I really I just, didn't think. No, like I just I, wish that he would he would have just called it a date because like again like oh these men need to just say what they're trying to say. I, I guess yeah, he was trying to be like especially. It, it, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was gonna mm-hmm. say like okay, going to going to Union City, they were saying like okay, this is not a date. But they've established that connection. They've established that friendship. And I feel like it would have been appropriate for Lucas to be like, hey, let me ask you out. Because they've already gotten past that weird, awkward thing. Like, I feel like if he would have asked her out on an actual date, it would have, nobody would have been shooketh to their core because it was inappropriate. Like, she was, like, like, you know what I'm saying, Mm y'all? I I feel like I just wish he would have just said, I'm going to ask you out. Let's go. I I do think like she like she went into it I think thinking like okay it's going to be a celebratory thing you know and then he said if this was a date and like like just dude like just step it like just say date like we want you to date her so say it like she she's she might not be ready she can say I'm not ready to date but she can at least say she's not ready you know what I mean yeah, and I kind of almost feel too. It was like because the word, the wording, the choice wording of like, if it were a date, I would do this. I'm doing it right now. I feel like it was almost like, let me show you a life you could have. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt almost. I even hate saying this. I, I do, I do like Lucas. I think he's a great character. I think there's a lot of great qualities about him. This is not a Lucas bash at all. I mean, if they end up together, I'd be happy. That's great. Um. 
but I almost have these like Hamilton vibes coming off, you know? And that was one thing I know a lot of people were very upset about in season two is Elizabeth in this like, do, 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 um, I don't know, high, high, high class. Hoity, 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 you know, and I just, I just got those vibes and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm liking this. <laughs> Poor See, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I think that he, I don't think he was manipulating her at all because she walked in and she knew that it was a date mm-hmm. and she stayed and she was fine with it. I think that he merely said all of those things for her benefit and to be playful and to show her, yes, this is a date. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I did not have a problem with it at all. It kind of, uh, okay, prepare, your, prepare yourselves. It kind of took my breath away. It it did make me swoon. I'm it like, certainly took my breath dude. away. Yeah. And I don't but, think he was manipulating her. I think that's a little too harsh to say. Like, I don't think it was a manipulation move. No, I, no, I know just, you didn't say it. I was saying it. It's not my it. type. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just not my, per- my preference. It's not my okay. type. Like, that's how I would feel. And that's how I felt as a viewer. But I don't necessarily think it was a a bad thing for Elizabeth you know what I'm saying like I think that yeah. and that goes back to a conflict of emotions what did I say last week I'm conflicted yeah and I got I like seeing her like in these romantic moments like just because like she, she lost her husband like she she deserves this happiness and I I love seeing her start to be willing to take these steps you know this what I mean has gotta, this has got to be a really lonely time for her Mm-hmm. You know, because she's caught between two men, and so she doesn't feel fully comfortable accepting attention from either man. And so, you know, she's very hesitant. She's trying not to hurt the other. And so even though she's enjoying the attention, I think it's a very lonely time because she's trying to decide and she just wants to fall in love again and move on with her life and mm-hmm. it just it must be very lonely for her well we could talk about nathan actually asking her out like what do you <gasps> think of i'm like, <laughs> like, dude, like it took five thousand tries in one episode but oh my boy finally spit it out like he he finally he just went for it he, and to, did you notice where he said though he said the cafe he didn't say the, the saloon. saloon we're not going yeah. to the saloon on a date <laughs> I, I thought that was cute i'm like i see you nathan <laughs> oh yeah i totally noticed that did you see the tweet mm-hmm. from kevin mcgarry saying geez Allie," and then the yeah. gif that says your timing blows mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh poor ally she no idea what was about to happen because she would have and, been mortified. She would have she would have held back if she mm-hmm. had known what he, because she likes her. She likes her. And his smile's like, oh, this like oh, like, this is great. <laughs> this is wonderful. Yeah. But I did love because at first I thought it was kind of a science fair thing, and mm-hmm. then I saw that there were a whole bunch of assignments, and so I thought I said, "Oh, it's a parents' day," mm-hmm. and so she's just showing off all of these projects to him. And I loved how he said, "I think Mrs. Thornton isn't the only talented writer in this mm-hmm. town." Like, okay, 
chalk it up. You win uncle of the year. I love you. <laughs> he, he really is a sweet uncle. Like, what about you, Casey? Yeah. What did you think about that whole? So, okay, going back to awkward triangle, I, oh, I laugh because Nathan just reminded me of, like, a high school guy trying to, like, impress the girl because he was like yeah i'll i'll see you there i'll, I'll see you at the schoolhouse yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be I'll there in the set yeah. 2007 yeah. <laughs> and like, lucas yeah. was like yeah i'll see you there <laughs> it just it just made me giggle but i i love the fact that um nathan is an uncle like that's the one thing that i'm glad they didn't do the whole like widower with a daughter or child thing I'm glad it was like an uncle um niece relationship because I think that just brings it that brings a different I don't know parental view because we have a lot of parents mm-hmm. and we have a lot of children but we don't really see a uncle aunt slash nephew niece dynamic in Hope Valley mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed that and it just kind of brings out Nathan's more playful side just a little bit especially mm-hmm. in the schoolhouse when he was like oh this is your food aquatic food chain aquatic food chain. <laughs> this is great <laughs> that was cute so, so like yeah let, let's talk about the epic like one minute of the, oh, wait, the wait 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 can we can we talk about the stables please really fast oh oh yes 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 oh, go for you. it <laughs> oh me oh yeah yeah oh okay yeah. okay <laughs> so i i just thought that i loved that it was a chance meeting mm-hmm. that neither one of them approached the other that they just both happened to be in the stables but they are so sincere they're simple you know they're mm-hmm. simple little compliments that somebody who is a Mountie would give, you know, and just, I find it hard to believe that you have any cobwebs up there. And then, oh, let, let me help. Can't have our famous writer hurting her hands, you know, just she goes, ha, ha. sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. just cute, sweet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm happy the publisher realized how special you are. He's not the only one. Yeah. I'm letting your feelings known, buddy. Oh, Ten and episodes then, and then he tried, and then he tried to ask again at the stupid horse. Just... I tweeted out like that was a no- nosy neighbor. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. He should have still, still just asked her because she probably would have said yes. She said she she was like she was trying to get him to say it. Like she was trying to get him yeah. to say it. But but then when he oh. asked her when he asked her out at the end of the episode like she like what she should have just said yes like why does she taking so long the well the I just speech? I just think that we, you know given the you know, given the conversation it she was not expecting it you know how you mm-hmm. kind of gear yourself up for stuff when you know it's about <laughs> to happen uh, for instance when my when my husband proposed to me. It was completely out of the blue. I was taking him out to dinner for his birthday. And so I, and he had, he totally lied to me and told me it's going to be a long time before I can get the ring. So 
it'll happen when it happens. And then he proposes to me in the restaurant with a bunch of people watching at his birthday dinner. And it took me completely by surprise. And it took me about 10 minutes to answer it because I was just so shocked. So (laughs) yeah, so I I totally understand. understand. Yeah, I understand Elizabeth right there because she was she was geared up for it in the stables. Yes. Yes. What are you trying to say? And then I'm going out of town. Opal's mom is going to be taking care of Allie. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Bye. Be safe. Oh, Hey, you want to grab dinner? Uh, uh, Huh? (laughs) That, yeah. I I just think that the fact that it happened then took her her away. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, I mean, you're, that and like I feel like too she just came off of a date with Lucas mm-hmm. oh that too like, it would have been so unlike the time period and character I would dare say for her to be like oh yeah let me just I was just here with Lucas let me go here with Nathan let me go here back with you know what I'm saying so I feel yeah. like she had to pick her timing very wisely in order like not to hurt somebody That's and for true. her to know where her heart too because like when I saw her look it was almost a look of shock like okay first of all I can't believe he's asking me and two I just went out with another guy and now Nathan is asking me out for dinner oh no like red flag should I accept should I I accept I want to but should I right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. is it the right timing that's true But then the the last minute happened and <gasps> like okay go 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 can I, just, can I just say when this oh this frustrated me not 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 any of the characters except for the Mountie that obviously got shot you don't pull a gun on somebody who is like literally about to give in about to give it over because and that was the thing like he and he cocked the gun I was like what are you doing are you a newbie Newbie. or something rookie rookie had to be a rookie like oh it had to have been a rookie because like he could have gotten Bill killed he could have gotten Nathan killed like everybody could have gotten hurt in the middle and I was just like oh my goodness what are you doing and especially because nathan was like right there there were what two inches <laughs> off of the barrel yeah. okay yes my heart that, is racing yeah that's the problem i had okay so when the gun went off i said i was right nathan got shot and then of course at the end it's like oh i'm glad uh-huh. i didn't say anything out loud you know <laughs> but i i wanted him to be at least injured like the bullet grazed his arm or something you know Mm because if he is that close i'm not saying that he should have gotten shot shot Mm -hmm. but you know you know he got a he got a a burn on his hand Mm -hmm. for uh he got or so so he's kind of holding his hand up or or he or he's got a rope sling holding his arm up because he got nicked in the arm. You know, something. If he was going to be that close to the gun and he comes out completely unscathed, I mean... Mm. <laughs> when 
he did look, look, he did look you rough. Jenny, like, yeah, and you could see Jenny, like, she moved. Mm-hmm. If you watch I, it back, like, she definitely I know, moved. It just, the, no, I, I get I don't know. It, I, think my, I think my big thing is, I thought that this was going to be, I thought this was going to be a little bit more dramatic. And I know that sounds terrible because the ending was dramatic, but mm-hmm. I thought that there was going to be more, you know, I, I thought that it was, I didn't necessarily think it was going to be Nathan or Lucas that got shot, but I thought there was going to be more to it, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was like, the guy didn't even get nicked and he was two inches away. I mean, and and when when Fiona ran into the mercantile to get the stuff and Elizabeth's in there and then she yeah. said someone got shot and then she heard Nathan like something about Nathan. I, I think that, it's I think it's Nathan. He's yeah. been shot. Yeah. Her, her eyes got so big. I'm like, poor Elizabeth. And then she ran out and they he didn't make it. And then her face completely changed. Like what's what about I like she, I thought she's horrified. Yeah, I think about Allie probably and, and like and herself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and then he, then you see that red surge in the back. I'm like, he's okay. Blurry at first and mm-hmm. then comes into focus. Yeah, that shot was really, really great. Mm-hmm. I, and, I mean, when, when she ran to him, I'm like, oh, then we got a hug. We got a hug. We got, you know, <laughs> I, just, I was, and it wasn't I, like a little hug, too. No, it was like, that was oh, not no. a little hug. <laughs> ran into his arms hug my friend my friend sarah said public hugs are binding in hope valley <laughs> so, she, so she said that's it I, oh wow yeah that was intense i mean for me I, I i knew he wasn't gonna get shot or like he wasn't gonna be like dead or whatever right but i'm not gonna lie that, those three seconds after he's gone, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? Like, and maybe that's just me reeling from season five. No, no, um, no. It was me too. It was me, me too. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. and like, it's like a split second. I was like, how dare you people? <laughs> With it was just, it was like, it was a knee-jerk reaction on my part, even though I knew deep down, like, the no, like, Kevin McGarry wants a job, so of course he's going to stay in Hope Valley. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess he's on her. But anyways, and then they see him, and I'm like, oh my god, he's in the background. And then that hug. Uh, <laughs> now, but now here's the question. Here's the question. My husband caught the last 30 seconds, and so he saw all of that, and he said, now the question is, is it going to push her toward him romantically or push him or push her away because she doesn't want to deal with that again? I said, yes, darling. That's the question, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, <laughs> oh, it's going to be, it, yeah, this wait's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be intense waiting and, for okay. filming. Can we, can know we talk about happen. just one quick second? Can we talk about Lucas's reaction? Yeah, he was so sad. I don't, I mean, he cannot get mad at her because she thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. And, and he knows that she has some kind of feelings for mm-hmm. Nathan. He knows he's trying to win her over. 
And so she thought he was dead. So Lucas can't get mad. But I loved what Chris McNally said in the Entertainment Tonight um, interview. He said that Lucas thought he had it won. He thought he had everything handled, everything well in, well in control and well in hand. And he thought that he was coming out on top. And mm -hmm. then that moment soccer punched him. Yeah. Sucker punched him. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love what Aaron said. Like right there. Luke, <laughs> Luke, Lucas or Nathan got the embrace. Yes. yes. Lucas, uh, Lucas had the puppy dog the puppy face. face. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then so. season, season six, Lucas got Lucas the dance. The dance. Nathan, Nathan got, got the, the glance. glance. And yeah. then now season seven, um uh nathan got the embrace lucas had a, t a puppy dog phase that and chris so mcdowley said lucas won the race but yeah. nice try bud nope <laughs> that's why i kind of don't want the triangle stuff to end because i love them three together like, they do have an amazing chemistry yeah, yeah. like kevin luke lucas kevin chris and aaron have the best like chemistry i think yeah, I'm torn because I would like to see more unfold, but I also would like to see something come to mm -hmm. a conclusion. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm definitely on the let's wrap wrap it up, wrap up the triangle. <laughs> um, and and only honestly, I just feel like I don't know. We waited five years for Jack and Elizabeth to get married. I don't really know that I want to wait another five seasons. I don't think it's going to be five seasons, obviously. But you still um, have a point, yes. You know, and I feel like one more season, because now this is going to, this is two full seasons of a triangle. No, no, of. no, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily, because, well, because Elizabeth just, she, you know, that she wasn't really into it at first. Yeah, <laughs> the competition started at the end at the middle to end of season six mm -hmm. so this was the first yeah. this was the first season with the full-on competition yeah no that's fair i mean but i feel like another full season i don't think it'll last it's another gonna be like all of eight i don't know i think people are tired of a triangle i feel like people who have watched from the beginning and haven't binged it on Netflix in the last two months. Right. They want to see years. Elizabeth you know fall in saying? love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that you. way too. Me. I, I, yeah. I, and I, I want her to be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, like we've always said before, you know, series should never end at they get married and then we're done. You know, there's a lot more with marriage that you can do and yeah. just shows don't do that. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing a, a married relationship with real a, life, like a real marriage. Real yes. A real I marriage. And I feel like we could do a lot with that. Poor kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I would, that's what I hope too. I can't believe it's over. The, the season is over. But have no fear, Hardys. Cammy, what's our surprise? <laughs> Hardys, we, number one, we have two surprises for you. Number one, we are going to be having a flashback, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. A flashback where we are starting from the pilot movie. 
And we're going to cover the pilot movie and every single episode up to season five because that's when the coverage started. And I want I want Casey to say the other surprise because she's kind of ar- arranged most of it. So <gasps> you guys, I'm so excited to share. We are doing the ultimate collaboration with some of the OG, and if you don't know what OG is, original Hardy podcaster folks from our after buzz and if you don't know who that is that would be marissa serafini and jane blatt jr are going to be joining us on the podcast and we are going to be recapping season seven we're going to be talking about our favorite moments from season seven how we feel about what you know our predictions and our hopes for season eight which is why we didn't share any of that today Nope. And we're going to have a little friendly, you know, okay, points for Lucas and points for Nathan discussion. I don't want to call it a debate because debate. I think <laughs> all of us, all five of us are team Elizabeth at this point. Um, <laughs> and we just all want her to be happy. But why not throw in some good fun, right, y'all? Yes. So <laughs> we're excited, so stay tuned. So you will still be able to get through all this. <laughs> And you guys, have it has it been a while since you've seen the original like movie and episodes? Because it's been a while for me. So oh, the original this year. The original the original movie, it's been years. And I I watched it once and then that was it. So yeah, I need to go back and watch it again. <laughs> oh goodness. But, but it's been fun talking about the the season with y'all and I'm gonna miss having the weekly talk about season seven in the triangle yeah so we get to talk about season one and Jack yay (laughs) that's right we're gonna talk about that triangle next oh man we are gonna okay everybody just get ready just get ready for the schmoozing and the giggly girls because we're all team Elizabeth and Jack you know Yes, that's one thing we can all agree on. We're, we're gonna be doing some gushing, so just get ready for it. We'll we'll still try to sprinkle in the salt a little bit, but yeah, just get ready for some gushing. <laughs> okay, everybody. So thank you so much for joining us. Just hold on. Hold on, because we still have stuff coming your way, and we and we have some we have some little Easter eggs and some surprises coming your way as well that are in the uh, that are in the James and Marissa interview that we're going to be doing, and we're going to be uh, doing all of the preceding season. So we're going to be having lots of fun with that. So. You can do this. We can get through it. <laughs> We're going to get through this hiatus, season ending, whatever you want to call it, because we don't exactly know when they're going to start filming because of the coronavirus. And of course, safety is, a, uh, safety is the priority. So we're going to get you through this. So uh, Caroline, uh, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nita Caroline R. And Casey, where can people find you? You can find me at Hallmark My Words on Twitter. 
And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I, on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. Also, don't forget to visit our merch store with all kinds of Hallmarkies, Postables, Hardies, Hallmarkies inspired, and Chessies inspired merch. There's tons of stuff. One of our personal favorites right now is a t-shirt that says, love me like Jack loves Elizabeth. Yes, we love that one. (laughs) And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching YouTube, then please give give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. You can follow the podcast all over social media at Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next time we see you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, y'all.